Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's conversation. And this one is probably going to be a short one. I have been thinking, uh, as I often do, (laughs) Um, each week I think of different things, and sometimes I make notes, and sometimes I don't, and sometimes I text Annette, and sometimes I don't, and sometimes I just have uh, ideas about things that I want to explore myself, and that's this week. There are a couple of things that have been going on. I'm not going to get into a whole lot of detail because um, I'm I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm in the middle of this situation, and I don't know where it's going to land. I don't know where it's going to end. I don't know how it's going to end, and um, because of where it is and what's happening, it's just not yet time for me to get into a lot of specifics, but a little bit of context. As I was growing up, one of my dad's favorite scriptures, it may have been his his absolute favorite, it was Alma 3737 in the Book of Mormon, which reads, counsel with the Lord in all thy doings. And I've talked a little bit about this in the past, and what it means to counsel with the Lord in all in all thy doings. I've heard stories about people who pray to ask God, what should I do in everything? Whether it's what restaurant should I go to? What job should I take? And some and some things um, I think probably not necessary. Uh, what city should I live in? Maybe what house should I live in? What person should I marry? What how many kids should I have? Should I have kids? What career should I pursue? And I really have struggled with this because I have not, quote, counseled with the Lord in all my doings the same way that other people have. And I didn't know whether that was something that I should have done differently or should be doing differently. And so I want to just share a little bit about my journey on that. and. kind of what I, <laughs> what I'm learning. And I'm, and like I said, I'm kind of in the middle. So I had initially thought, uh, very literally, uh, counsel with the Lord in all they doings means ask, ask him, ask him what you should do and wait for the answer. And the, the, the challenge with that is sometimes the answer doesn't come the way that we expect it to, or when we expect it to, or the the answer that uh, that we're looking for maybe doesn't come, and so we miss it, and so we're we're expecting a direction that is different than what we actually get. And so I kind of had leaned towards um, maybe. Maybe the big events, but not the small events. Um, but then, how do you define the big events? Um, that's a that's a, that's a challenge. And so I was teaching Elders Quorum a while back, 
and I don't remember what the topic was. I don't remember what the discussion was about, but that scripture came to my mind. And it somehow juxtaposed with um, the way that I interaction, the way I interaction, can you tell that I've been working all night? (laughs) The way that I interact with my people at work. I have uh, offload, unload teams at FedEx. We take all the freight off the plane when the plane lands. After it gets sorted, we put it all back on. And I have two teams. And my expectation is that my leads, the leads of my two teams, will stay in regular communication. Regular meaning... um, I don't need to necessarily know where they are all the time or what they're doing all the time, but if there's something that is going to be problematic, then yeah, I'd like a phone call. I'd like a text message. Hey, this is happening and we may run into some snags. Maybe, for example, they, and the situation that I'm in right now is my staffing is has been uh, shrinking because People have gone back to school, and I just lost somebody because of the um, the needs of his family. I've got somebody else who, same thing, needs of his family. Uh, schedules just didn't match up. And so my staffing has been tight, and there are times that the, 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 our ability to function gets to be difficult. And so... What I want is for them, if they find, for example, that that they don't have the resources, they don't have the people, they don't have the equipment to accomplish the job, I would like a phone call or a text message, hey, just so you know, and I need to remind them sometimes that you can't assume <laughs> that I remember everything that's going on or where the, uh, the bottlenecks are or whatever. And so... I would like them to tell me, for example, that we have one person who's driving freight back and forth and we need six. So we're short five. Now, there are times that I might be able to find extra help. I might be able to funnel resources their way. I can reach out to other teams and get the help. Sometimes that might depend on what exactly their uh, their role is. If it's, this is the last plane in, then there's a lot of focus on getting that one offloaded, make, making sure the freight gets through the sort on time. So my approach might be to solve the problem, to get the resources, to, to move things around myself so that they can be successful. So that's one option. Another option might be, uh, maybe this is early in the night and it's not as critical for them to get the uh, the freight to the destinations right now, like it might be at the very end of the sort. And so I might let them just go slow. And yeah, you have one driver and it's going to take an hour for you to offload this plane that really should take maybe... 20 minutes. So yeah, and I can explain the fact that I didn't funnel resources to you because it wasn't critical. There were other needs that were more important. 
And then there might be other times that I will step in and I'll solve the problem. I'll be the solution or I'll be part of the solution rather than waiting for them to uh, find other resources or waiting for them to accomplish things themselves. And that might be based on my availability or it might be based on my, um, the again, the needs of what needs to happen right now and how that fits with other priorities. And I realized as I thought about the interaction that I want to have with my teams and this scripture, counsel with the Lord and all they doings, it fit really well. It answered for me what it means to counsel with the Lord. That if I'm working towards something and I counsel with the Lord, there may be times that he funnels resources to me, that the people that I need to meet, the connections that I need to have might just fall into my lap. There might be times that I just struggle, that things go slowly, that I make progress, but it's but it's slow, methodical, um, maybe sometimes invisible progress. And there might be time times that the blessings just come and that God steps in and intervenes. So that brings me back to, let's kind of re- reverse engineer this. What does it mean to counsel? What does it mean to counsel with the Lord? What is it that he's looking for? Is he looking for me to ask him, what should I do in this moment? And here's my opinion. And you can take it, <laughs> take it for what it's worth. Listen to it. Don't listen to it. Um, if you have a different opinion, different experience, it would be fascinating for me to have a discussion about that. Let's figure out what uh, is working for you and how does that uh, how does that play into your interpretation of counseling with the Lord? So here's what it means for me. I don't think he's waiting for me to ask him, should I make this decision? Um, I haven't looked at this talk recently, but I've referenced it a couple times. It's Richard G. Scott. Uh, he gave a talk, and I don't remember what year. It's been several years, but it's called The Supernal Power of Prayer. And he explains the way that we get answers sometimes is we get the yes, we get the no, and sometimes there's silence. Radio silence can be very frustrating because we feel like there's no answer. But he suggests maybe that's God telling us that he trusts us. So what if we, what if, what if he does trust us? What if God trusts us to make decisions? Maybe counseling with the Lord isn't telling me what to do. So if that's the case, if my counseling with the Lord isn't waiting for divine direction, maybe I'm supposed to just make the best decision for my life. This is what I want to accomplish. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. So then counseling with the Lord to me looks like uh, through prayer or through thoughtful meditation or however you communicate with God, this is the direction I want to take. This is what I want. This is what I want to accomplish in my life. This is what I want to um move towards. And just kind of t- not not necessarily asking for approval, but just checking in. This is where I am. This is where my head is. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I uh, want in my life. 
Now, the the interesting thing, so this is kind of how I've approached things. I haven't necessarily had a um, kneel down, pray and ask, should I do this? Um, I've had more of a, a thought conversation, maybe. I don't know how to describe it, but this is the direction I want to go. This is what I want to accomplish. This is something that I want to work towards. And it's it's just kind of me touching base with my father that this is where my head's at and not necessarily waiting for the green light before I move forward. I don't know that we're supposed to wait for the green light before I move forward because if I waited for the green light, I think I would be waiting still forever before I made any decision. Now, the thing, speaking of decisions, the thing that's a little bit challenging for me is the decision part, especially if there's a a substantial change that I'm considering, which, and that's what I'm, I'm going to be very, very vague because I'm not quite ready to talk about this yet. Um, I, <laughs> there are some things that I want to move towards. There's some decisions that I want to make that are going to be sub- substantial decisions, something that is significant. And um, one of the things that is uncomfortable about that is because is the fact that some of these decisions, some of the 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 uh, yeah decisions that I'm thinking about making may affect my identity, and maybe we'll talk about identity at some point and how that how that plays into it. But the thing that it is um, is interesting is that sometimes making a big decision is it's not an easy thing. So here's the experience that I've had. I've had some of these check-in moments through prayer, through meditation, through through just kind of um, putting my intention into uh, my own thought process into, and into words. This is the direction I want to take. And kind of parallel to that, as I was kind of making some efforts, not um, complete full efforts, but making some efforts to work towards those those uh, targets that I wanted to uh, to achieve. I was finding some frustrations in areas of my life that would be affected by ultimately the decisions that I was was working towards. And I realize this may not make a whole lot of sense <laughs> without the context of what the what's actually going on. And in the, in the coming episode, we'll probably talk a little bit more about it when I've actually um, finished processing. And, you know, because when you're in the middle of the story, it's really hard <laughs> to, to figure out where's the story going. That's where I am. I'm in the middle. So the thing that's been really interesting is that as I've been not deciding, but thinking about deciding, there have been things that have been happening in uh, parts of my life that have been a frustration. It's been a frustration. And as I've as I've thought about why are things not happening the way that I want, um, it turns out that some of the things that I want conflict with other things that I want. I can't have both things that I want, which is really interesting. So then we get into what I really want. Going back to counseling with the Lord. The thing that was really interesting to me as I was kind of complaining about the fact that I, I'm not getting what I want. I'm not getting, I'm not getting the traction on, on 
some um, direction <laughs> that I wanted to to work towards. And the thought came to me that I'm getting exactly what I want. I'm getting exactly what I'm looking for, which is different from another goal or another target that I had been thinking that I wanted. I can't, I, I can't accomplish both. They, they conflict with each other too much. And so as time has gone on, as I've added a little bit more focus on uh, really deciding what direction I want to take, how I want to approach my, uh, my decision, and still the decision, it's a hard decision that I'm, I don't feel ready to make. And there, there are elements of this whole um, exercise that there are that are things outside of my control, to some degree, anyways. Um, things that are are it, it seems that there are things that are being decided for me that are uncomfortable, uncomfortable, and they're pushing me. <laughs> <laughs> in the direction of what I want. And I'm kicking and screaming because it's uncomfortable. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this makes any sense, but it's, it's caused me to, to reflect in a little bit different way, this idea of counseling with the Lord, because what if when I counsel with the Lord, and I share my my hopes and dreams, and this is what I want to accomplish. <laughs> what if he starts working towards some of those goals, some of those aspirations, some of those targets um, behind the scenes? And when <laughs> events happen that move me in that direction, and it gets comfortable, or it gets uncomfortable, that's because that's really what's happening, it's it's out of my it's out of my comfort zone and it really is getting me to think about what do i want so there's the question there's there's the question to think about what do we want um i'm going to tie this into the uh, elders quorum lesson that i'll be um discussing this coming sunday it is the and i'm going to try and pull it up here while i'm talking trying to act like i actually had it all pulled together <laughs> before I did this and I did not. This is from the most recent general conference, um, October, 2023, Emily Bell Freeman's talk, walking in covenant relationship with Christ. And I think there's some parallels with counseling with the Lord and walking in a rela- in a covenant relationship with Christ. And I've got a couple things that I am um, really interested in discussing in that lesson, but the one thing, the one thing that I'm going to tie in right now that really stood out to me is her comment. This is something that she said she learned from President Nelson that, and I hope I'm not just rambling. I hope this actually kind of comes together. But she says that the covenant relationship, when we when we make covenants, covenant is a two-way promise where God makes promises. We can, we commit to do things. God commits to do things, but God sets the terms. It's not something that I, I'm making a deal with God. So as I develop a covenant relationship with God, 
she points out that the relationship, it's not just the task, it's not just the checkboxes, it's the relationship that's important. And so what if counseling with the Lord and all our doings is contributing to that relationship? What if it's deepening that pairing us with God? Our um, our 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 desire to become united with Him, and um, so this is just something that's kind of like I said, I'm in the middle of it. I don't know where it's going to go, and I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure where I want it to go. I know where I want it to go, but but that is going to require some change, which is going to be uncomfortable, and and uh, so I'll get there. It'll be it'll be fun to see how that all plays out. But um, does this make any sense? Am, <laughs> am I just trying to get things together that that don't necessarily fit? Um, but that's what that's that's where my head is. Counsel with the Lord and all they doings, and sometimes I think the way the Lord accepts that counseling with Him, He allows things to happen that moves us in the direction that that we want, and. Sometimes that will allow us to move in that direction a little bit more quickly than what we imagine. And sometimes um, <laughs> he'll he'll direct things and help us create the situation that ultimately we want that's going to put us in the, the um, in the environment that we need to be in. And um, there you go. I don't know what else to add to that. Uh, just thoughts that have been kind of flowing through my head and and I don't know if this is uh, a chance to really let them gel or not but that's kind of where that's where my head is counsel with the Lord and he will direct us for good he's our partner he wants to be our partner and um, that's something that that I am seeing for myself that I can um, be better at be more intentional with in uh, creating that that relationship, that uh, partnership with him, and allowing him to to be a, a collaborator. It's, and that, these are ways of thinking about this that I have not thought about before. And I just wanted to share those with you because it's Friday morning when I usually release um, the episode, and I wanted to get something out. So... Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear if you had any have any thoughts. If I'm not making any sense and I need, need to clarify, let me know that too. Ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And I'd be happy to uh, to respond and and um, we'll chat next week. Got some things that, uh, uh, other things that are in my mind about, for example, repentance and forgiveness. Um, we've had some good episodes about that in the past. And I've got some, uh, some tangent ideas that... Uh, we may come into on that. And then there was a quote that I heard the other day that I really liked that I may want to dig into that this is somebody who said that a lot of times I hear an answer to prayer that's a cultural answer answer, and I mistake it for the Holy Ghost. And that's something I would really love to dig into and just, just see what that, uh, see what that means for me or, or, um, maybe, <laughs> who knows, maybe we'll get a net on for that. But um, 
that's my thought. That's what I got. Have a good weekend. Thanksgiving is uh, has just passed. The Christmas season is upon us. Speaking of, if you're in the Indianapolis area, hopefully you have heard that the giving machines are being, um, I think it's later today that they're, they're grand opening. They're going to be available at the Newfield uh, Museum and then also at, um, what is it called? Up in Carmel. The, uh, the mall up there. <laughs> Sleep deprived versions of Ken don't always remember everything. It's the, uh, the um, Carmel Mall. You know what I'm talking about. If you know where it is, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There you go. Wasn't uh, thinking about adding that to this, but I, there it is. There it's added. And um, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with my, my shenanigans. <laughs> we'll talk next week. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, Take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake? <laughs>